Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The Disney Store has lodged an application for security gates outside its Grafton Street shop to prevent homeless people sleeping there at night. Now... The application was submitted to Dublin City Council on the 31st of October by Disney Store Limited, and it says the entrance doorway to the shop has been used by the homeless for sleeping alongside apparent drug uh, uh, use uh, has been reported as well. This activity has led to staff members experience threatening behaviour and confrontation early in the morning, according to the application. And it goes on to say, due to this, the Guardi have been contacted on multiple occasions to deal with antisocial behaviour. It says that these events have affected the entrance uh, of the staff and for staff members and customers giving reason uh, for the proposed gate. The mesh gate would be retractable, blue, and would match the existing shop front, and the gates would be shut and locked at the sh- as the shop closes each night. Now, Dublin City Councillor Anthony Flynn told the Sunday Times that this company has shown a lack of empathy and compassion towards homeless people. Owners of the... Now, obviously, they're not just homeless people. Home, The word homeless has been change by definition. I suppose we're talking about people who are very homeless, are very impoverished and who are sleeping on the streets. Uh, owners of the shop at Grafton Street, Aviva Life and Pensions Ireland, DAC, gave their permission for the gates to be installed and the final date for observations on this application is the 4th of December. Today, I want to get your thoughts on the story. Do you see anything wrong with this? I and mean, this is not the first time that they've done it, but I think Dunn Stores did it as well. Some businesses have installed motion sensors, sprinklers and spikes as a deterrent to stop homeless people sleeping outside their shops. We did speak to one there recently, about, oh, about a year ago, um, when the shops along Grafton Street or in around Tampa Bar, who'd also put in cold water sprinkler systems, uh, which would spray cold water on homeless people who slept at their doorways. Do you think it's inhumane to stop homeless people from sleeping outside a business or the doorway of a business? Or can you understand why the company wants to put an end to this problem? I want to get your thoughts on this today, and I want to get your thoughts right now. You can text us or WhatsApp us at 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Do you think this is a good idea, or is it inhumane? Let me know what you think, and you can text or WhatsApp us now. And if you want to give us a call and come on the air, you can. The number, as usual, 1850-410-494. Tom, you're on Classic Kits. How you doing, Tom? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good, Tom. Nice to talk to you. Um, you know, are you saying it to your researcher that when you consider that Disney made its money, and I'm talking about hundreds of billions out of sweetness and humanity, uh, uh, there's very little here uh, 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 coming up to... Uh, Christmas time uh, from 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 this crowd. I mean, they're a corporate company owned. They're owned in Singapore now, I believe. <laughs> it's nothing. Absolutely. It's nothing to do with the original Walt Disney family who used to own it. I think. I who think the nephew man, was that. By the way, huh? Who was a Kilkenny man? By the way, was he? I didn't know Disney oh, was. Oh yes, his 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 his, his uh, forebears came from Kilkenny. Right. Well, he he gifted it to his nephew when he passed on. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember his nephew's name now. The the young lad. Uh, well, he's not young now. He's but, probably. Yeah, in a... Then we're looking for a tax exile. Really. <laughs> yeah. And then I think it was bought by some company in Singapore poor who now own it. Yeah. So it's a big, huge uh, multinational conglomerate. That, and they make, big, I think last year, their profits were 80 billion. So, yeah, you know, massive. Yeah, and um, when you consider, you said to know, is it inhumane? To have any person hungry or homeless in itself is inhumane. And to put, for, for, for to try and get a bit of shelter at night, mm. at a time Niall, which most people forget, at a time when the human being is most vulnerable from other human beings 
in his need for sleep or her need for sleep. I think this is unbelievable. It's unchristian. Well, of course, we are not a Christian country. We're a Roman Catholic country based upon the greed of Peter's tents. I I don't know whether you've ever heard of that. I did. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, here we are. I'm absolutely disgusted. So much so that I would ask people listening to your program here today that if they're considering Christmas presents to honour the birth of Jesus, a Christian, uh, the, the, the fountainhead of Christianity, to actually boycott the store, buy nothing Disney. So to avoid Mickey Mouse at all costs. Yes, to, to avoid, to avoid a, <laughs> a, a heartless, stuffed, cotton wool puppet uh, at all costs. Okay, let's look at the alternate argument. By the way, somebody mentioned as well, and Helena just mentioned, it's Roy Disney was the, was the owner after Walt Disney, and then he, for, yeah. he sold it on then uh, yeah. to the Singapore company, right? But the point is, when you've got staff who arrive at a shop in the morning, right? And yeah. are, are you familiar with the geography? Have you seen the picture of the entrance? Yes, yeah. Okay, so, so the entrance, like most shops, there's kind of a, a corridor into the doors yeah. where you have this kind of frontage, uh, which would be about... 10 to 15 foot wide, maybe about 6 or 7 foot deep, where homeless people might seek a bit of shelter if it's, a, if it's raining or whatever, right, or cold, yeah. right? But then you've got staff arriving. Now, you know as well as I do, we're not talking about people who are in temporary accommodation who are homeless, we're talking about people who are impoverished and on the streets who have their own set of problems, right? Yeah. Now, some will have drug use problems, some will have alcohol problems, problems yeah. or maybe just mental health issues, right? Mental problems. Absolutely. So, but the point is, they're, they're being abused by these people. They're defecating on the ground. They're using they're finding needles on the ground. And yes. I don't believe staff have to put up with that either. No, they do not have to put up with that. And this is part of the, 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 the argument that I'm putting forward now, is this, that it's the inhumane element within our society. We have become oh, what's the al- Yeah, but Tom, what's the alternate? Well, first of all, in relation to, to, the, to the situation in the, mor- in the mornings up there, uh, you know, we have a police force that, we're, that are very well paid. And yeah, but you can't be ringing the guards at every hand's turn and saying, ah, there's some fellow with a needle outside my shop here, can you come up and remove him? Should the guards be there doing that all day? Yeah, listen, uh, yeah, but, you know, it, the, the, but the point is that if the footfall on the street was as, uh, was, as it was in the past... Oh, I would agree with you there, yeah. ...it would be a deterrent. Well, I, I would agree. If the footfall on the street was as it was in the past, it wouldn't have the problem in the first place, but, no. it, but it isn't. Because no. that's the problem we have, Tom. We only have, whatever, 12,000 guards, so... You know. listen, I, I, I tell you, I don't know whether I said this before. I was in the naval service, and we had this guy. Uh, his name was uh, Twenty-One Petty Officer Twenty-One, the Bomber Brown. And Twenty-One, the Bomber Brown, was being for, in charge of ceremony. And when he used to pick the people for the ceremonial duties, he used to turn around to the, the officer in charge and shout at him with a big salute, "Sir, you may dismiss the rest as surplus to requirement." Right. And one day I asked him. You know, why do you say that? And this is exactly what he said to me. You know, young man, he said, a hundred good men is worth a thousand lazy bastards. <laughs> I, would, I, could, I couldn't agree with him more, to be honest with you. And are you suggesting that we have a lot of wastage in Ungarda, Sheikh? Well, I'm not <laughs> suggesting. I'm stating it. Right, well, well hang on for a second. I want to go to Bernie as well. Bernie, you're on Classic Hits. Bernie, you believe they, uh, the shop have the right to protect their business? Yes, and their staff. Of course they do. And also, I think if they want to make some 
contribution to helping the people who are sleeping outside the shop, but they're not put up some kind of a tent service uh, and a, a bathroom facility. If they've sold billions and trillions of money uh, worldwide. But it's not, yeah, yeah, but the homeless problem, they'll say, well, their argument will be, it's, it's not their problem. The homeless problem in Dublin is not their problem. It isn't, but if they want to show, uh, that, that man has said a lot of stuff there, and to be honest, um, you know, the, the staff are entitled to go to work. They are entitled. They're paying huge fees to have a shop in Grafton Street to the government, to the... Ta- um, to the Huge rates, to, massive rates, yeah, I imagine, massive, yeah. Massive, right. And they're trying their best. They're, they're, they're encouraging people. People want to go and bring their children there, especially this time of the year. You wouldn't like to bring your young children up there knowing that somebody had been defecating on the street or piddling on the doorway, uh, needles and syringes. And those girls are going to work there and men and women are going to work in that shop. And, you know, um, why should they have to put up with that? Yeah, I, I would agree with you that they shouldn't have to put up with a baton and it says, well, you know, it's their job, I suppose, and duty to call well, the guards. No, 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 that's not what I said now, no. Oh. I, said to them, I said that they have a right to go and they have the right to do and there should be some sort of protection for them from our police force uh, with a footfall on the streets, particularly at, uh, uh, in, our, in our capital city. But now, you mentioned the word rates, they're paying rates, rates. Massive rates, yes. Now, yes. now, now yes. let me tell you something about rates, because I, I've had this now, because I, was, I worked with the local authority. And rates, if any business person is paying rates, they're, extre- they're, they're fools. Because every business has, in every product inside in their shop, have their overheads incorporated into the shelf cost of that, problem, of that item. And the person that's actually paying the rates, are the people who are crossing the threshold of the shop to buy the product. And anybody who stands up and says, well, I'm a rates payer and I'm entitled to this or I'm entitled to that, are actually, uh, they're talking to their backside and they're conning the people. And they, yeah, and but yeah, but the, you, yeah, but the point Bertie is making is that you'd be paying a lot more rates there than you would be on Henry Street. Yeah, or, but then yeah. the people who are paying an awful lot more rates are the people stepping across the threshold to buy. Well, of course, they're, well, they're, they're inflating the prices to make up for yeah. those rates. Now, we yeah, know, no, and by the way, nobody better than Disney to inflate the prices a little bit. Yeah, yeah. we know and, that. But I'm saying those people shouldn't be homeless in the first place. There should be a... This is the bottom but, line. But I, yeah, Bernie, but with respect, you can have, you know, the, the best economy in the world. Back in, say, 2006... Here in Ireland, we had the, yeah. the Celtic Tiger, right? Where everybody had loads of money allegedly in their pockets, right? And yet you still had people homeless on the streets. Oh, okay. Now, can I just say the bigger picture? The people who I've seen on the street, myself personally in Dublin, are people with drug and mental health issues and the drug, alcohol issues and different of standard who are desperate for help. But there's no help available in our system for these people. And they have, they are meant, if you talk to them, they are so. You know, they smoke their joints, they inject themselves. I've seen two young people injecting each other. Like, it's heartbreaking. This is the problem. This is the reality. And we can't keep living with it and saying they shouldn't be in this short fund. They shouldn't be there in the first place. But there's place. no solution. Pierre Bernie and I agree with you, but there is no solution well, I mean, to that problem. Yeah. There's no quick fix to that. And oh. I, I, no matter how good things ever get, you will always have people on the streets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm here in Salt Hill at the moment and I'm walking along and there was people lying out already. They've gone off to get a couple of There'll be 150 coffee. people sleeping on the streets tonight in Dublin. Yeah. Roughly. And in Cork, you'll have 80. In Galway, you'll probably have 50 or 60. Limerick, 50 or 60. Altogether, maybe six, 700 people sleeping on the streets around the country tonight. Yeah. Okay. And I understand. You can look at the doll up there where it's placed in, in, in Dublin. Why don't they use the car park there at night when they're gone home and let them put up some temporary accommodation and let people be welcomed in there and have the facilities to use. Why can't we use that building? 
the government are spending eight hundred thousand in some kind of a copy. But, but what are the country in the world? Well, with the greatest respect, now, you know, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm not just dissing your idea. But the greatest, what other country in the world would allow the government buildings, car parks, to be used for homeless? People. But I mean, we have this, this there's is there's tourists going up and down. I'm, I'm not trying to say you know keep the aesthetics right, but you know we do have tourism to look after as well. I appreciate that, but now this is getting out of hand. This is every day we're talking about this. It's 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 all interrelated. It's all interconnected. We're not finding any solutions. The HSC still has nearly a thousand people on trolleys every night of the eight week. Do you know? There's nothing getting done. We're just shoving the, pe- the, the paper around the room. Every well, day. I, I think things are getting done. And you have to take into consideration, I'll say this to both of you, that the numbers of homeless or people on the streets, I'm not referring to people who are in temporary accommodation, right? The people who are living on the streets, right? Who are impoverished on the streets. The numbers really haven't radically risen in the last 20 years, considering the population has almost doubled in 20 years. So in saying that, we must be doing something right. Yeah, well, you see, also now people forget this. There is a law on the statute books and to the best of my recollection, it's called the indigent laws. And back in Victorian times, when people, when, when, when we, we were told that there was less humanity in the world, that there was place that the policeman on the beat, on finding a homeless person, uh, could actually have that person taken away and actually put into one of these poor houses. Mm-hmm. And they actually had poor houses for people uh, um, who who were. Today we don't have anything like no, that. No, we don't. No, no. No, and there was workhouses in every village and ta- city, a town in Ireland there at one was. point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it's not that hundred five million years ago. Do you know, it was there. People left and their stick were taken in their fifties to Australia. Do you know, out of them. I mean, there's a lot of stories that go back, and, and you can hear about them. But we are not. I, but I, I do believe that we look after people who are impoverished or people who are not doing well in life a lot better now than we did fifty or sixty years ago. No, yeah. we don't. Oh, of course we do, Tom. We we have a social welfare system, which is probably the most generous in Europe, a second most generous, anyway, but next to Germany, um, second most generous system in Europe, where we we hand everybody an equal amount of money who doesn't have a job or doesn't have a home or doesn't have you know the, the no, money for heating. We and some people get by on it, and others just don't manage to budget properly but to do that. But if you don't you know, have we, a fixed address, you don't get dole. That's that's gone out without Tom. That went out years ago. That's, that that is no. But I mean, look at the, the drug people, the people who are on drugs and the alcohol. I mean, you can buy a slab of beer for I don't know. I know that's Europe. a huge problem. Yeah, Dr- yeah well, drugs and, and alcohol have become a huge yeah, problem. They are, and so how are we not? That that's a lot of people on the street are in poverty, or a lot of them are in that situation. You see them at eight o'clock in the morning with their can of cider or you know whatever cheap in there, and they have the mug out, the little cup out to try and collect, and they're going to be drunk by eleven o'clock. And there's nothing in the system for the whole day; they won't eat or anything. And and these are the people who have been left. You know, they're spending their dole obviously the first day on whatever they can buy for that, and they don't. And and uh, and I understand, but I don't believe that's Disney's problem. Although you, I I agree with Tom is saying, Disney of all companies should be shown a level of humanity, particularly before Christmas. But stay there for a second. Let me go to Paul. Paul, you're on Classic Kids. Paul, how you doing? How you doing now? You're welcome back. Thank you very much indeed, Paul. Uh, Paul, do you, is this Disney's problem? What's that? Is it Disney's problem to sort this out? I don't think it's a, I, I don't think it's the it's the it's the, um, the business of business people to to sort out the homeless problem. You know that's the problem with city councils and governments. It's not it's not the it's not the it's not down. Do they have any responsibility at all? No, none whatsoever. I I I, I agree with that, lady. None whatsoever. They're they're, they're under pressure enough businesses to to survive instead of trying to to, to sort out the homeless problem. 
Right, so when, you, so when, you, when their staff are walking in the morning and seeing drugs and antisocial behaviour at the doorway, you believe they have a duty to their staff to sort that problem out by installing these gates to stop it? Of course they have. Yeah. Of course they have. And that, that gentleman there that, that Tom. Uh, was, was saying about uh, the rate, that they're paying huge rates, huge rates, and they get nothing in return for it. They, don't, they still have to pay for their bin collection, for their water, everything else. They get nothing for their... For their so does everybody is. So the so so they do, yeah. Well, you don't pay rates, do you? No, I don't. But I pay property tax. Yeah, so do we all. I pay property tax too. Yeah, and, I think you see, and, and you said you don't pay rates. You don't actually pay rates. If you're in business and you haven't rates incorporated into your overheads and into your product, then you're a fool. The people who are actually paying the only time that any business person is paying rates is when they buy someplace else. It would, it would be a fair point to say, Paul, to mention that, you know, if you go to Grafton Street, yes, you're paying top dollar for rates, but you go to Grafton Street to shop, you will pay yeah. top dollar for the goods. So it is incorporated into the cost. It is, of course. And they, and they also yeah. have to protect their staff when they're going in and out to work every morning. That's their duty of care to their staff. And why would they not follow that through? And if they have to put up gates to protect their staff, what is the problem there? Like, they didn't call the homelessness. They didn't do anything like that. It's not their... They, they shouldn't have... You're, you're, young people going, or people working there shouldn't have to put up with that every morning. It's to be terrifying. Niall, I have a big issue with homelessness as well. I think there are a lot of people homeless that don't need to be homeless. When I, when I was younger, uh, back in the 70s, and I got married in the 70s, I lived for 16 months with, with my in-laws, mm-hmm. with a wife and a small child. I think there's a lot of people homeless and it's making themselves homeless that could be living with their peers if they wanted to. I, 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 I would agree with you. I, well, I would agree with yeah. you when we talk about people in temporary accommodation. But I think when we talk about the people who are on the street, Paul, uh, yeah, the, yeah, you know, I, that, I, that, I, that, there is a very small amount of people. And I think the majority of them have issues. I just wanted to get that off my chest. No, 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 you're right. But I agree with you, by the way. Yeah. And one other, thing, one other thing I want to say is, how does somebody become pregnant when they're in... Uh, um, in homeless accommodation in a hotel room. How did they get themselves pregnant? Same way as anybody else gets pregnant, same way. I don't, I don't need to answer that question, Paul. I'm sorry. Sorry, Paul. I could answer that question, but it's daytime radio. I don't want to describe it in detail. But, uh, you know what I'm getting at, don't you? you know, well, yeah. well I, okay, the point you're making is that people who are already in a bad situation shouldn't be getting themselves into a worse situation and using some sort of... I think you meant a word in it slightly incorrectly. I know, I, know, I know how it's done. You, you know how it's done. I'm glad you do. Why make, a, why make a bad situation worse, you know? Well, I don't. I, I agree with you. I, yeah. Well, hang on a second, because I want to just play one or two of the uh, WhatsApp messages here that we have coming in uh, that our people are sending in to 87 188 Sure, Niall. Niall didn't, didn't he open up his door and let them all sleep in overnight? Sure. Sure, that's the best thing to do, isn't it? They're all, they're all homeless. Why don't your man let them in his house when they're like... Who's talking now on the radio now, like... Doing business, and they're destroying the business, wrecking the, the, the front engines of it. That they had to spend money on to clean up, and they're attacking the staff. Why should they have to clean, spend money on uh, other people damaging the property? Yeah, you know, why should they have to spend? Or why should they have to spend other money on other people damaging their property? Uh, maybe has a point. Let me know what you think. The number is oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. If you want to send us a WhatsApp or a text. Hi Niall, I'm just listening to your topic on the homeless people. And um, that lady caller that's on at the moment, I don't know her name. I'm just wondering, like, is she for real? She's trying to put the onus on the Disney store to put up tents and to look after people, um, homeless people in the night time. She's trying to put the onus on the government to put tents up in the car park. And 
okay, why doesn't she open up her back garden? Why doesn't she um, invite the homeless in for tea and coffee and give them a sleeping bag in her sitting room? Why doesn't she take control of that? I just think it's ridiculous to be looking for everybody else to, um, to you know, take on such a big problem. Um, yeah, I just want to have a reality check. Yeah, I agree with most of what Bernie said, except for that. I don't believe it's everybody else's problem. And the idea as well, as she mentioned, putting tents up in the doll car park. I don't think you'd see that in any other city in the world. Open up the uh, open up the churches, lads, and uh, let the, the church owes the state a fortune anyway and money that they were meant to pay for a dress that they didn't. So open up the churches and all of their lands and um, let people come in and shelter for the night. That's what should happen. Yeah, that's what should happen, Donald. How you doing, Niall? You well? Good. Have you been watching Little House on the Prairie again? No, Niall, no. Very busy man. Very busy man. Uh, all right. Well, things must be good if we're too busy for Little House on the Prairie. Things are good, things are good, Niall. Things are good, my friend. All right, OK, I, good. I was, above, I was above in Belfast the weekend, had a good time. I suppose you were up there as well. Like. I was indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair, fair, fair. Anyhow, look at your, your gentleman there, Tom. The only thing I admire about him is that he, was, he, was, he served in the Defence Force. Well, he, uh, he's, a, he's a good speaker too, isn't he? He's a good speaker. But he's like, a good man. He'll go away with his words. A bit like Michael yeah, Higgins. But, yeah, but to me, like, his views are just completely crap. Like, well, f- first of all, I'd say the same thing a lot of your, your WhatsApp people are saying is, these do-gooders, if they're that into it, open their doors and let them into their houses, which they'll never do. Like, that'll never happen, okay? Mm-hmm. The second thing I'd say is, how I'm sick to the teeth at this crack on. If somebody decides to throw that poison into their arm, heroin or whatever it is, or everything like that, how is it our fault? It's not our fault, and it's not the government's fault either. Well, you you it's might not. not you might you, you might say yes, it's not our fault, but as a society, yeah. is it? It yeah. is our responsibility. Niall, it's a fact that there's enough sleep and accommodation in Dublin for the homeless people, but not all of them want to go there. No, we, they don't because a lot of the hostels no. you'd walk in and yeah. come out with your shoes gone. Yeah, they'd steal no. your shoes or they'd no. rob your That's clothes right. or right. or they're not no. safe. And I'm sick to the teeth as well what Tom said about Disney. They're multi-millionaires. They are. They are, yeah. And fair play, and fair play to them. Yeah, well I'm done. I'm sick to the teeth. Let's not begrudge them a few quid. Yes, I'm sick to the teeth of people. You, you, you have to apologise because you're better than yourself. And you're dead right, now. We have a very generous social welfare system, but not everybody does the same thing with their money. Yeah, well, we all, we all have, we're all, we all have the right to the same benefits, you know, when yeah. times are hard. And it's how yeah. you, you know, how you budget that, I suppose. Exactly, and I and I can't get my head around. And Niall, I've answered the housing crisis. I don't know how many times on your show. It's very simple. My son and his girlfriend are both working, and their mortgage would be cheaper than their rent, but they can't get a mortgage because she hasn't a full contact, a full time contract yet. But the killer part is about is cut out this um, down payment on a house. If you're if you're renting for for two years, that's your down payment. And if these people got mortgages then the rented accommodation would be there. I, w- I would actually agree with you. If you can prove you've been renting for the last four or five years, you're good enough to mortgage a house. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.